You are listening to The Fit Founders, a business fitness collaboration podcast for business founders and fitness enthusiasts. Welcome, everyone. I'm Zach Miller, alongside my co-host, Jess Horton. Hey. So why mesh business and fitness? It's simple. The healthier you are in your life, the easier it is to get through your business day. Jess is the owner of The Fit Petite, an online platform dedicated to helping people live a healthy lifestyle. She has over 20 years fitness experience and runs more than a dozen races a year. Jess is also a running coach that specializes in folks new to running or those who are out of the habit and are getting back into the grind. Glad to be here with you, Zach, the king of Hatch, who is a marketing firm that specializes in validating and growing early stage companies in many industries, including technology and innovation. Together, we are the Fit Founders. On this week's episode of Fit Founders, we are joined by Ryan Conrad from JNA Racing, where we will discuss all things training for your first race to the inaugural Harbor Lights Half Marathon, 5K, and Final Mile in downtown Norfolk. Listen in. Good morning, and thank you for joining us for our- Or afternoon or evening if you're listening to us at a later time. We're just happy that you're listening at all. Sixth episode of our Fit Founders podcast. We hope you are having a sweat-tastic day. Zach, big day for you tomorrow. Sweat-tastic day. 10 miles on the books. How do you feel about that? Uh, So, depending on where I run it, and it'll be Sunday, actually. Sunday. um, There may be a lot of hills involved, and that's kind of nerve-wracking. So, that's what's great about Norfolk and and this region is, other than Williamsburg, there's no hills. Right. We are known for a lot of flat and fast courses here, for sure. But I have to go to the Northern Virginia area, and... That should be interesting. You going up there to spend time with your family? Yep, should be a good good little weekend, and two hours of the time will be spent running. That's right. Well, Maybe two and a half because of these hills. Just take your time. Follow, follow, follow the, the plan. Follow the plan. That's right. I know we're going to test out some uh, power gels and some hydration this week and see how that goes. Yes, yeah, so the long runs are continuing, uh, I guess, dehydration and starvation are beginning <laughs> that's right so we're nailing down those final nutrition are those the right words now. to say i mean i sure. feel like they're extreme but there are times i'm like oh, water well we would water, say we would say race hydration and race fuel but yeah i mean essentially what you said is right yeah so so my longest run so far is nine miles and i got to about eight and i was like starving to death and so uh now we're implementing food which will be exciting right kind of how that works out so i brought you a, a handful of power gels today which power gels is actually the official race fuel on the harbor lights jna inaugural event and we are joined this morning by jna's very own ryan conrad who is the director of training and charity relations also lululemon ambassador and one of my coaches good morning ryan good morning good morning good morning or afternoon or evening or that's right how are you? We're so glad to have you today. I, I'm having a, what did you say, sweat-tastic Sweat-tastic day. day. How, did, yeah. how did you come up with that It's idea? my tagline for the Fit Petite at the end of my emails. Yeah. <laughs> well, hashtag happy Halloween then. Yay. Well, the first time I ever got that, I was like, why are you emailing me? Have a sweat-tastic day. And then I realized it was your tagline. I was like, oh my goodness. It wasn't just for you. It's for all. Don't feel special, Zach. I don't. So Ryan, you are new, newly hired onto the JNA family, but I know you've been associated with them for the past few years. Tell us about your new position. Yeah, definitely. So uh, really, this summer uh, transitioned over and uh, having a blast, and 
already off to a great start, uh, seeing the uh, Colin Crab over in Hampton come together, and this past uh, weekend with uh, with Wicked, and now we're just really, really excited to be here in Norfolk with the Blue Moon Harbor Lights half and uh, 5K. So definitely, thank you guys for having me this morning. Yeah, well, I'm excited to be part of the official JNA training team, which we are now in training for Harbor Lights, and I know Zach is training for his first half marathon for Harbor Lights. So, new race in Norfolk. Exactly. I, I think that, again, as uh, as we kind of branch out throughout the uh, the cities, it's just so exciting, and it's just amazing as we're walking around, uh, going to meetings here in Norfolk, just the, the whole community really coming together for, for this race and being so supportive from the the hotels to uh, the city manager's office, just everyone's really coming together and uh, you know, couldn't be more happy to be here in a, in a couple of weeks and uh, kicking off kind of really the holiday season. Yeah, for how, sure. How does a, um, I've studied this map a lot, staring at the map <laughs> right now, ran basically the race, just not all at once. How does a, um, how do you guys plan what a race looks like? Sure, I think for this course we really wanted to uh, you know, go throughout the uh, throughout the the city and, and really try to touch on some really cool points. If it's you know going down Granby or headed out towards the zoo or even ODU, mm-hmm. and then again, what what I love about this course um, is, is really the kind of the the backside mile uh, five through uh, really seven and eight, just beautiful water views, and then again finishing over by the uh, Town Point Park, and for that matter, really the start as well, just. Uh, I think JNA is really known for the, that true experience, just not, hey, show up and run and go home, but uh, after the race to be right there on the water and uh, to celebrate everybody's achievements with uh, some great uh, Blue Moon beer and uh, some awesome soup from uh, Todd Yerrick's Bistro. I think it's just going to be a great party. Well, I know I'm looking forward to celebrating. We had our JNA training group meetup run last night on the boardwalk. And we are in the final weeks of Counting Down Now. I know JNA puts on six races. We've crossed the water to Hampton, and now we're crossing over the 757 to Norfolk with this flat race. People can still register for this, Ryan? Yeah, definitely. Just uh, check out uh, www.harborlightshalf.com. And uh, the cool thing, if you're listening today and... uh, and not hearing this a few days later, but November 1st, the uh, the rates go up, so you still have time today to uh, secure that lower rate. And uh, again, just check out a great race and a, and a great experience. So new race, new charity partners, some new sponsors. Tell us about some of the charities involved this year. Definitely. So uh, some of the, uh, again, we're always uh, big fans of the Noblemen, and they're, they're with us again on this race, uh, and they've continued to be great partners of ours throughout all the races. And then we're also really excited to uh, have Wings Over America, a local charity that uh, helps with scholarships for uh, the military family. So two great charities, and uh, again, I, I think that's kind of really some of the backbone to, to our races is that charity giving if uh, people are putting teams together to run um, as a team to support a charity we, we love to see that so the more the charities uh, you know the, the kind of the greater the feeling for us and I know you've gotten some other local businesses involved this year you've partnered with Hot House Yoga definitely so Hot House and My Ride have been uh, awesome partners already for us with our training team our official JNA training team for uh, Shamrock this year, 
but then also they've been uh, great supporters of the uh, races so far along with our Harbor Lights uh, training team as well. So my ride in Hot House for sure, and then just again going back to that community feel with all the local uh, partners that we have here in downtown Norfolk. You're not going to get me into yoga, are you? Is that like the next step? <sighs> Darn, I had that on your schedule next week. Do you really? I'm thinking about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's, not, let's not bring in new things that early. All right, so I've never <laughs> run a race, so I, I think a lot of listeners understand that um, I'll be learning a lot through this process. That's right. So these races, I'm going to ask some questions that people might have, think are stupid, but nope. we're going to completely go in. Absolutely. Sure, so we're running on the street. No Correct. sidewalks. No sidewalks. The, the nice thing, too, again, with Norfolk being so welcoming really kind of opening up the city so we're really stretching from end to end on the city and uh, you know again that that really goes back to the the countless volunteers that uh, have worked with us in, in you know other races but then also the police and city officials so we're really you're really running through a lot of different communities yeah and I think that's it's, what's so awesome you know if it, again going the whole way over to ODU and uh, you know maybe waking up those uh, people as far as uh, <laughs> You know, having some of their teams out, that, that would be awesome. We'd love to see that. Uh, just, you know, again, supporting the the runners and the walkers, really trying to make it a... Well, and it's the weekend of the Grand Illumination Parade. That's right. And the lighting up of the city. So it's interesting. You know, at first I was like, I wonder why it's called Harbor Lights. There you go. And I just put those two words So we've got... It. That's right. So the 5K is on Saturday. Illumination, I believe, is Saturday night through the city. And mm. then the half is on Sunday. Correct. So celebration all weekend, really. Yeah, and, and it's really for, for the full family, so it's just not a, a one-day event with the city of Norfolk. I, I feel like you know these events really kind of kick off the holiday season and just continue to roll out uh, some awesome things here in the city uh, leading up to uh, you know when Santa comes visiting. Well, our whole family is involved. Mom's running the 5K, which you're coaching her through her first race. Yeah, she's rocking it. Uh, last night on the boardwalk, all smiles, having a great time. So it's, uh, again, going back to that, that family feeling. So it's uh, awesome to see her uh, having a great time with that. She'll be representing Saturday. I'll be there Sunday. Dad will be there supporting both his girls. And then Zach... You're tackling the 13.1. Yeah, so do you have like a fan club set out? Oh, I yeah. mean, what what's going on here for, for your uh, cheer <laughs> All section? your hatchlings going to come out and cheer for you? Uh, I haven't told many people that I'm doing that. Oh, they know. <laughs> Trust me, they all know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we actually uh, run by my house through this. You can't go so, in if um, when you're tired. you got to keep going. Yeah, it's at mile three, so we should be all right by then. Uh, so I think some people will probably be sipping on some mimosas Sweet. Uh, at that point, and then a few hours later, roll roll downtown and uh, see the whole thing, I guess. But uh, I'm just trying to finish, you know. That's right. <laughs> hey, I mean, to me, you you raised your hand and said, I, I want to tackle my first race. This came at the perfect time. It's in your hood, so you're familiar with the territory. I, I think you are the spokesperson now. <laughs> I, I'm officially naming you the Norfolk poster boy for running. I mean, this is it. I don't know that that's appropriate but you can, <laughs> you can do that i didn't say speed i just said running speed yeah, yeah. so new to running uh new to the course let's talk about things that we can expect when it's our first race yep. kind of race etiquette what to do well, so you're supposed to show up at what time 7 7 30 what's the sure time? i i really think you know getting there early that way it calms and nerves hey you know make sure that you're 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 in position, you're feeling good, maybe getting that, you know, last cup of water, stretching out, and again, just taking it all in. So it's not, 
I think a lot of people sometimes might feel a little rushed. So, you know, get there early, have a good time, and, uh, you know, really try to take in the full experience. So, so uh, the first people to go are the people who you think are going to win or be the fastest. So the elite and then the first corral would be corral, corral right. one, So right? how many different corrals will there be? Sure. So um, it, we're kind of finalizing that. It's really based on numbers, but there will probably be between uh, six and eight corrals. So okay, and that's by time base that you think you're going to be in. Correct. So if I think I'm going to do it in an hour and a half, you know, the five days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're passing me, Bucky. <laughs> so, so then I would go with the, so sh- should I, as a runner, have that kind of thought in my mind where I think I'm going to be running? Or how do you make that decision as a first-timer? Um, sure, sure. I, I think it's kind of based on, really on your, uh, you know, your current training. If if, uh, if you haven't signed up or if you already did, you know, and you jotted down a time, that that's certainly okay because I, I think what's, you know, really, really nice for kind of a first-time person, we'll have the corrals marked out so that it's not intimidating. Hey, where do I go? Anything like that. You'll, you'll see some signage that's a, you know, corral one through uh, two, three, four, and so on and so forth. So if you already uh, have your corral marked out, it'll be on your bib. So it will be, again, a little less intimidating. So mm-hmm. you uh, you see it on your bib and and uh, um, also the, uh, you know, your, your sign. So two things I think for new runners, especially coming into this, is, and and stop me if, if you have a different opinion here, Ryan, but if sure. you are newer or, you know, m- maybe not up to speed, like maybe in Zach's case, kind of newer, a little bit more kind of apprehensive, I encourage those runners to maybe start at some of the, the back or further corrals, let the other people kind of get out ahead of you. You can kind of settle into a pace that's comfortable for you. Um and also, when you're looking at those corral markers, there's going to be what we call pacers there, too. Exactly. So that's something really key, I think, for new runners to kind of look at and kind of get into the pocket. Talk a little bit about sure. what pacers Yeah, that, that kind of is a great transition. So I guess one of the hats I wear at uh, JNA, I also handle our pace teams. And again, having that community feel to it, uh, running, etc., cetera, uh, actually partnered with us. So it's a running, etc. pace teams. So they'll so that's have, where I got my shoes. Wow, there you right. go. Yeah, great folks over there in uh, Norfolk and Virginia Beach uh, locations. Uh, shout out to them for being great partners of ours. But, uh, yeah, th- so they'll have uh, pace teams out there, and uh, they'll be at the uh, expo, which is great. So you can kind of see the uh, pace breakdown. And, and really, it's um, we, we have numerous you know teams out there, but they will start right around 135, and then it'll be 145 that expected pace, and then 152, and so on and so forth, back to about 245. So again, we really try to make it so that when you're on the course, you can see these folks and say, "Hey, you know, I, I was oh, shooting." Half the mile is an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's moving. It's uh, it's definitely there in the seven. Six, six, okay, seven. Six, six, yeah, right? six yeah. into seven, depending well, where you're. Oh my goodness! So the thing is with the pacing, which I mean, I've utilized running with the pacers the past few half marathons for me. Oh, is, so there is a physical person. There's a yeah, physical person, yeah, it, and, yeah. and they will actually hold a sign. So if you're you know, half marathon and your projected finish time is two hours and 30 minutes. You look for the guy or gal holding that sign and they will literally carry that sign the entire race and you just want to tuck yourself in right So they're going to run with this sign? They like, run. Yeah, run it's, a, it's a small sign. Don't, you know, you definitely can see it, but it's not weighing, you know, 19 pounds. They're not getting a, a gym workout too. Right. But, uh, is there, um, are there clocks on the, 
on the course typically or I mean sure it really varies uh, usually we'll have a, a split be it at the 10k mark you know or uh, if it's a longer race if we're talking a marathon there would be a couple more but yeah you should see a, a split out there but then also and at each mile mark so I, I see on the map that there you know it says one two sure. will there be a sign there saying mile one mile two or is it better for me I'm gonna do this anyway but just from a visual standpoint to know where each mile is or should I be you know running with the phone as well you know? sure sure I think really maybe tucking that phone away and just trying to run off feel and, and again going back to that experience so there, there will be uh, mile markers out there throughout the course so it's uh, again for me I, I don't really like to have too many gadgets or be thinking I gotta too have much. my Ellie Goulding songs on you know that's, that's right okay well that, yeah if, if you're rocking to the music a, that's, that's right fine. he's rocking to his music I'll be I'll be running blind with no music and what? actually we're losing the watch I think for this race. Awesome. So, yeah, running on that field. I, so. I rock the Calvin Harris Pandora station. I like that. That that'll get you going. Yeah. You'll be you'll be well on your way. And that actually kind of brings up a, a good point too. Um, with a lot of our races, we really try to have a lot of bands or entertainment out there. So throughout the course, uh, we'll have uh, again the awesome volunteers, but we'll also have. Uh, bands out there or DJs so that you know kind of adds to the excitement around the race and probably I mean I, I, what I've heard around the town too is a lot of these businesses we run by neighborhoods we run by they're gonna have cheer stations out similar to what you would see you know like at the Shamrock in exactly. Virginia Beach a lot yeah. of people coming out to watch yeah people are thrilled I yeah. talked to Phil the other day from Dieg and he was like this is great glad to have something like this in town so Exactly, and I think, again, I, I really truly believe it's perfect timing, and, and going back to that just fun atmosphere around the holidays, you know, you, you can't really be in a bad mood. So we are finalizing some of the nutrition for some of us out there, sure, as far sure. as what we're getting in on the course, Zach's going to be doing some practicing with that this weekend, Power Gel official sponsor. What mile markers can we expect to see the power gel? And if I'm a runner running and going to do this, when should I expect to take the gel? Sure, yeah, definitely. So a couple of words of advice on that. So the first question, you know, where is it on the course? It's actually a beautiful part of the course uh, right after mile seven, between seven and eight. So we'll have uh, an area set up where, again, you'll have the water, just like a water stop, but you'll also have the gel. So that's, you know, pretty much halfway right there great opportunity to take it but if you're one of those people that want to uh, you know have more than one gel or you know chomp block whatever you want to call it whatever you know suits uh, you know your stomach and, and what you've kind of been practicing I would just really try to recommend if you're going to do that try to take it with one of our water stops so we have you know numerous water stops uh, throughout the course from just after uh, one and two mile one and two going up to mile four five and even around 10 so again if you are wanting to take that gel i probably wouldn't take it you know just just that gel i would try to you know kind of wash it down with something yeah. so a uh, word of advice try to take it um you know study that map check out the map and then race day comes. how much water is in each cup it's a uh, i mean ounces sure water. sure it's a, yeah it's, it's probably an ounce or two yeah, yeah a couple ounces um and the nice thing, we uh, have it so that when you go through it, you can just toss it. And then, again, going back to the awesome volunteers, that oh, we clean it up. I'm going to take that and throw it down. So it's funny <laughs> that you say that because I had a question. We were we were doing a training run a while ago, and I had somebody ask me, you know, what do I do with these cups? Do I just throw it on the ground? And 
And the answer is yes. You just throw it on the ground politely off to the side and the volunteers at that water stop are gracious enough to go in behind us and hmm. pick it up. So we don't really need to worry about if we aim it into the trash can, we miss, it's fine, right? Sure. And I think this, again, uh, really connects to another great point, especially for folks that are kind of new to the half distance of that um, we, we really encourage people to walk the water stop sometimes. So again, if you're... You're, yes. you're going through. You get a break. I'm not saying you, you have to or don't have to, but it, it just kind of breaks it up. So even if you're not that thirsty, at least taking that water and kind of breaking up your stride for uh, so let's those count few how seconds. many water. Yeah, I mean walking. You, yeah, breaks you, you, you have a, maybe right. seven walking breaks, five, six. And I know there's actually been studies for that. So this isn't just coming out of our mouth, but there's been studies where you walk through the water stop and you pick up your pace, and it's actually maybe a stride or two ahead than where you were before, kind of trying to psychologically make up that pace and keeps you right on track. Definitely. So again, uh, it's it's really great to see that we have those, you know, stops out there. If it is just a walk break or if it is, hey, I'm, I'm getting pretty thirsty, like you were saying, on, on your runs, on your training runs. We, de we definitely have those opportunities out there for, uh, for everyone. What about someone who's not going to run a race, but mm -hmm. is just going on a long run? How do you uh, implement water into... A long run sure I, I think uh, for me it's it's really based on your feel so um, that gets into hey do you want to carry one of those little vests with water do you want to stop somewhere be it at 7-eleven you know carry a couple of dollars in, in your uh, in, in your shorts or hmm. uh, I prefer a, a handheld water bottle again going to our friends at running etc folks like that you can pick up a, a water bottle that's uh, handheld for about 20 bucks, um, so you can try that. But again, I think it's just going on, on what you feel is best for you. So if you wanna carry a couple bucks or if you wanna carry a, you know water on your waist, they have waist belts, all kinds of different options. So you guys, you're leading into a great point. You and the JNA staff has got us set up on the course with hydration, with fuel, with tunes. We've got yep. everything we need. It leads us into that kind of last little bit of of how we feel and what to wear. And yeah, this definitely. is probably the number one question that I, I get from people, and you probably get this a lot too, what do I wear on race day? Sure, and I think I still make that mistake because I hate <laughs> being cold, so come uh, race day, even when I ran in high school and in college, I would always be kind of bundled up when it came October or November. So I, I think uh, the big thing that I, I really try to focus on is how am I gonna feel right before the start and then right after. So. Before the start, I would really try to uh, you know keep those warm clothes on. We do have a dry bag check right in Town Point Park, so you can have that extra layer, you know, that extra sweatshirt, or if your car is close, you can do that. Um, but when you get to the starting line, you definitely want to have some heat coming off of you, especially now that we're looking into the October time frame where it could be you know you know kind of chilly there mm -hmm. in, in the morning. So just uh, think about layers before the start. That way. You're, you're feeling warm, your core is uh, warm. And then it, for me, again, this is all personal kind of trial and error. I really like to try to keep my core, my uh, mm -hmm. you know, my upper body warm, where my legs, if they get a little cold, that's not that big a deal to me, so. I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm shorts and tank top, pretty much yeah. for the most part. And then, you know, we're at the end of November for this race, so I might be starting with a hat or gloves or arm sleeves or a long sleeve t-shirt and you know quite frankly all of those kind of add-on items might be 
cheapy little throwaway items that if I felt the need could lose on the course, throw away on the course as I'm going, kind of shedding maybe every few miles as your body's kind of warming up. Exactly. I I love the... uh the uh, gloves that you can usually find at an expo or you know again your local running store where it's not that 30 or 40 dollar pair of gloves but just something that's really thin i love having gloves on Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the race especially if it's a little chilly but then going back to my point about dry bag um, after the race you definitely you know want to get out of those running shoes want to get that you know cold sweaty uh, gear off so make sure if you're checking a bag or going to your car that you definitely have that sweatshirt, uh, you know, ready to rock that sweatshirt at the after party. So you'll just be able to check it in, kind of like a coat check at a restaurant? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, we give you a clear J&A uh, plastic bag. You just walk up to dry bag check, and it's based on your number. So you can do that uh, right before you start, and then right after the race, you just uh, go over there. Um, they match up the numbers. Again, the volunteers are there to help, and you're ready to go have it's a good time. It's so quick. I actually did drive dry bag check this past weekend at Wicked um, and it was super easy came right off the course walked up grabbed my dry bag changed my shoes changed my shirt was in great shape to enjoy the after party because you you are going to be sweaty but you're not going to want to leave you want to enjoy this party of celebration that you've just accomplished <laughs> so you definitely want to have those dry clothes there exactly I'm, I'm ready I'm ready you're ready pizza. now you look yeah. like you're ready to celebrate now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would love for it to be done this weekend you're, it's, it's, you still have a couple more close. weeks of awesome training we, ahead of you, so yeah. you can't. Uh, I want you, you to feel now. this like antsiness. That means you're. That means you'll really be ready by the time race day gets here. So we finalized the nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's so okay. Let's fast forward. So it's November twenty second, November twenty third. We have finalized the nutrition. We have finalized race day outfits. We gotten everything that we need and I'm in I'm I'm in the middle of the race is there any race day etiquette or things that you know I need to know or new runners need to know kind of going in I would say the number one thing that I always think about and it's it's uh not so much etiquette but just there's so much excitement you know you're gonna see thousands of people there spectators friends family and I I feel like and even in my own uh, workouts I still get this way in my own races where I just want to as soon as uh, they say go, I want to start, you know, hitting the pavement and, and running as fast as I can. So just don't get uh, overwhelmed. You know, it, it's it's your opportunity to shine. It's your opportunity to get out there and have a great time. So more than anything, I, I would really just think about having fun and, and trying to go out a little slow so you don't kind of get sucked out. And then by mile five or, you know, mile uh, seven, you're, you're not kind of hating life this is supposed to be a you know achievement something that you can look back and say hey I rocked it and had fun so I would just say get out there and uh, have fun make sure you're uh, waving to your family Zach at mile three and uh, <laughs> probably wouldn't take that mimosa but again yeah, just right. uh, no. just have uh, just no. have some you no know good time and don't try to be a rock star that first uh, mile just go out a little bit slow and what, have fun. Um, how do you start knowing what to eat that morning or not to eat that morning of? Sure, I think that that is an awesome question. I think that really goes to thinking about what you're gonna do for your 10 miler on uh, Sunday. So I would start to try to eat exactly what you wanna try to eat race morning. That way, you know, practice makes perfect. You definitely eat before? Uh, Well, Well, somebody somebody just gave away that they aren't reading the notes in their training plan. 
because there are breakfast suggestions on your plan for you. <laughs> but yeah, you want to be you want to be eating because here's the thing: you might be able to get up and run kind of like on a normal day, maybe you know three miles, not really think a lot about it, but you are pushing yourself to the wall. You are going to limits that you haven't gone to before. Your body is tapping into systems and stores that it hasn't before. So everything that you're doing to prep, I read the thing you gonna, told me to eat a bagel. I told you a couple things. Sure, I, I think <laughs> even almost more importantly than the bagel, it's you know if you like bagels, is it peanut butter or peanut is it jelly butter, on right. it? But if you're not a bagels fan, uh, is it oatmeal? Exactly, is it, you know, a power bar, whatever. But you really want to start to test that now, especially when you're longer run. Mm-hmm. So really, now you have a few weeks to kind of test it out. So again, race morning, it's it's about having a great time. It's not. Oh, you know, what Maybe bagel I do I this. eat, or right. what should I do? I do yogurt, so you don't really have to think about it. You you left all the thinking a few weeks ago. Right. One of my friends asked, "Why are races always in the morning? <laughs> Is there a reason why?" And I, on Sundays. Sure. Well, I think that you know the bigger when we really try to create an event, we really try to make it you know a weekend experience. So you know you have your your one race on Saturday and your other race uh, on. On, on Sunday and but at the same time to answer your question I, I think it just really varies I mean a great plug for another J&A uh, race the uh, Surf and Santa 5 miler a few days before Christmas at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront it's going to be a twilight run so people can run through the uh, lights on the boardwalk oh. and then having a party so again well, it just uh, just varies I mean I appreciate the setup on the, uh, <laughs> the awesome uh, you know Second promoting year. another race there for us it just appears that most races are on Sundays sure, sure. at seven thirty in the morning. Well, and when you're when you're <clears> appealing <throat> to the masses, you know, when in the time schedule can the runners come and then you also have to be dependent on, you know, whatever city that you're running in, when can you get the support from the city officials and the police and the traffic and all that. So morning, you know, probably nine times out of ten makes the most sense, but and I think we're also known for at J Day for our parties, so that just gives right. us a better excuse to, you know, wake up, uh, you run a half marathon, you run a 5K, and then we keep our parties open for... for um, I, I did hear you guys throw a good party, and every time I tell people I'm running, they're just like, oh, Jane, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, our uh, title sponsor, uh, shout out to Blue Moon, you know, Blue Moon Harbor Lights, so uh, they'll, they'll be holding it down at the after party. Uh, turned down for what? Exactly. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be running. I'm actually kicking off my no alcohol challenge tomorrow up until Harbor Lights Day, so I'll be... Probably just run right through the finish line too. Wait a second, and you can do that. Yeah. Again, you pick up your dry bag, you get the, your right. beer, you You've listen been to training the and drinking. I've been training and drinking in moderation. How dare you? <laughs> well, I'm a little further ahead in the process than you. With <laughs> and I, drinking and running. Well, no. there you go. Well, you are older than me, so that's right. It's fine. So we've got beer, we've got swag. There's so many great things that JNA does. I mean. I have been a JNA fan for years. I've been running the Shamrock for this will be my 19th year, and just been a fan of them ever since they took it over. Half Nin- 19 Shamrocks, not 19 halves. Probably about a dozen halves. But oh, so you did some, okay. And so I love getting you. You've got on some of the swag right now, Ryan. But yeah, Zach was trying to uh, take my sweatshirt here. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to leave the building without right. him trying to <laughs> jump me for it. Well, I don't know that that one would fit. But we love the I have that same hoodie. I love that one. So you're always getting a great race shirt. It's you know always a high quality dry fit shirt. 
Exactly. Beers, so, food, other stuff. Oh, really? Stuff. You get a shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and, you can yeah. wear it around. I want you to wear it, you know, after you wash it a few times. But I want you to, you know, continue to be proud. I mean, you finished a half marathon. Oh, there you so go. I saw the medals yesterday. Medals yeah, look great. definitely on yeah. Facebook. They look pretty good. Very cool. Yeah, very exciting. So there's going to be people running the half. There's going to be people running the 5K. And there's some people that want to get lit up and run both. So yeah, tell us about that challenge. I've thought about doing that. Recently. You're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> yeah, doing that. the the get lit <laughs> challenge. The, those folks uh, a little braver than me. They're they're taking on the 5K on Saturday and coming back and uh, having fun in the half on Sunday. So again, it's uh, just more swag for them, a bigger medal, and then also with any of our folks, as we're talking about the the swag, we we really try to have a store at the expo where you can kind of snatch up. Uh, some goodies along with uh, um, a store at the uh, finish line so we'll probably have that out there so you know if you want to get that extra prize for yourself for completing a half marathon we, we always sell a bunch of swag as well oh yeah snickers oh yeah no oh. <laughs> he means jna apparel so the JNA tagline is "Live, Love, Run." I think that pretty much says it all right there. You don't have to be an elite; you can be any level of runner to participate in these events. Yeah, definitely, and I think that goes, you know, for really for any of our races, for any of our events. If it's a course preview, down to our, our training team, it's uh, walkers up to uh, folks that have checked off, uh, you know, a couple marathons or half marathons. So. We just really are all about the community and that experience. So definitely love to be here in Norfolk and, and kicking off the, uh, the first Blue Moon Harbor Lights. I'm stoked. Should be, should be exciting. Have we missed anything? I think I, well, I just said a word and it came to mind, the uh, course preview. Yes. Well, I guess that's Let's two. Talk about that. But uh, course preview, November uh, 9th, it's a Sunday. So just kind of prepping you to wake up early on that Sunday. 8 a.m. we're meeting in Harbor Park, or excuse me, Town Point Park. And what we'll be doing is a two-mile route and a seven-mile route. So that two-mile route will really encourage uh, anybody that's running the 5K to uh, kind of see some of the course there through two miles. And then the half-marathon folks will be uh, checking off about seven miles. And again, we just really want to uh, make it so that we're elimin you know, eliminating those uh, race day nerves. So again, think about uh, what time you might be waking up, what you'll be eating, and then Again, just a great uh, way to come together a couple weeks out and uh, see the course and feel good about it. So this is really, we should really treat this as a practice. So the, the course preview is free. Exactly, yeah, so free. come on out. It's, you know, if, if you are thinking, I would, I would plug this to coming from somebody that trains in a group. If you are considering training with the group or considering maybe even joining the Shamrock running team under yep. JNA, come check out the course preview. See what it's like to run with the group under the guidance. Treat that day like true race day. So again, by this time we should have nailed down that breakfast. Yep. Find our parking spot. Get there plenty early. Practice what you're going to wear and, Is there and get be comfortable. Pacers and all those things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those? So that brings up a great point. It's um, we won't have mile markers, but our, our pace team from running Cedric will be out there. Uh, the course uh, won't be closed. So, you know, it, it is open roads, uh, unlike the race, which are closed. But again, it's just a way to kind of get a good feeling about it and, uh, you know, meet some other friends or even new friends. And then uh, also for a good cause, uh, the Up Center here that's yeah. uh, along the way. Uh, we'll be, uh, again, it's free, like Jess mentioned, but uh, we'll be taking donations for them. So uh, bring out any, you know, used children's book, books or even brand new and then canned food. Uh, we, we'd love to kind of 
have something to, to give to them. So you're welcome to bring those. But uh, again, it's free. And then we also have a, a little surprise uh, for everybody that finishes ooh, that. So, I like uh, that. Ooh, ooh, Maybe ice, some ice swag. Cream. Ice cream. So the <laughs> Harbor Lights is coming up. Um, we've trained for that. That kicks off right into the next race season. We've got the Surf and Santa. Yep. And then the big one on the board, which is the biggest event JNA has for the year, is the Shamrock. Correct, yeah. So uh, the good old uh, Yingling Shamrock Marathon, Half Marathon. Another and beer title yeah, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 8K and Final Mile. That will be in March. Um, but we're really just really pumped to... Uh, you say full marathon? Yeah, full marathon. Full half, Neptune 2. Challenge, Whale, Final oh. Mile, you name it, they got it. Goodness, so that'll be uh, taking place in March, but beforehand we'll have a, a great time with our official uh, training team with uh, JNA, and uh, anybody's welcome. That kicks off in early December. We're having a big launch party at uh, Lululemon, thanks to Woo-hoo. those folks. And that I'm training team, that. yeah, yeah, and that training team is presented by Hot House Yoga and My Ride. So again, uh, just some great community partners for us and uh, you can check that out if you're interested shamrockmarathon.com backslash training and where can we learn more about JNA racing and all the events you guys put on through the year sure definitely so uh, check out any of uh, our Facebook pages if you go to JNA racing on Facebook um, that really will give you a rundown of all of our races but then, oh run yeah, yeah. I, oh, you picked up on that. Good, good, good. Um, and then uh, any of our race websites. So if you know you you loved Harbor Lights and you're on the HarborLightsHalf.com, um, you can check that out at the bottom. It links to all of our other races. So. Last question, three answers. Top three tips for people uh, on race day in 30 seconds. Go. Okay, number one, have fun. It's an experience. Don't worry about what the watch says. Number two, I definitely would check out uh, the course preview if you can, or if you can't do that, at least try to have a good feeling going in of what you're going to eat, like Jess said, uh, you know, what time you're waking up. And number three, I'm just going back to have fun, enjoy it, soak it up, make sure you, uh, you know, high five your family at mile three to have a good time uh, throughout the race. Well, I always have fun when I run these races. That's why I keep signing up for more. Any of the j Racing Series events are great ones to have. So excited to have had you here today, Ryan. And yeah, thank you, thank you. Look forward to the course preview and the November 22nd through 23rd. Don't miss it. Harbor Lights, come out as a runner, walker, or spectator and watch Zach in action. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>